we start, please? You're not my president. Four, three, two. And welcome so to RPG Cast. Your RPG related news. Today, in a week, for a time, and I'm Sean Lucifer Cooper, your host today. With me today is some guy from Britain. Hi, guy! Hi. He's kind of far away because he's in Britain. That's you far away. You realize I can't use that because you two are talking over each other. Right? No, we can use that. Just roll with it, Chris. You gotta <laughs> roll punches. You gotta, that's what you gotta do. I heard that once on, on a movie with Sylvester Stallone in it or possibly Arnold Schwarzenegger, or both of them. And also with us today is um, the lady with you know, the boobs. I'm just kicking back and chilling and taking this one in stride tonight. I don't yeah. even care anymore. And I'm Henry Neufeld, and I'm your host, and uh, we're off to the races. Uh, I don't need to introduce anybody else, right? Chris always forgets somebody. He does. He's here, too. Hi, Chris! Hey, I'm eating Chris. a fortune cookie. You guys just run with this. This is fun. I bet <laughs> your fortune says you will be on a really shitty podcast. Oh, Buckle let's see what it says. <laughs> Learn Chinese, busy, fun, or mung. I, I can't use, I can't pronounce Chinese. Fortune so we're gonna says, right fear. into the podcast, and we're going to discuss what we've been recently been playing. So, Lucifer, what, do you want to talk wait, about Final Fantasy fourteen? Why are we doing that first? I don't, because we I do that. So. That's what we do now. We found people were nearly asleep when they were talking about the games they were playing, and that was not working. What is wrong with your staff? They all have narcolepsy. I know. What is going on here? Fear is just excitement in need of an attitude adjustment. I'm being told that you did this last week, putting this thing first. And Mm -hmm. I'd like to tell you right now that as your new leader, it's a terrible idea and you should be ashamed. You should should just squirm right now. Squirm. Actually, it made the flow of the show a lot better. No, it didn't. You're just you think it did because you were expecting it to, and it's your mind. Well, let let me put it this way: in such a way, we haven't changed anything for a hundred episodes. It was time to do something. (laughs) Uh, Oh, actually, it does look like it fixed it because Scott's telling me that it was your shortest podcast in a while at only seventy-five minutes. Yes, congratulations on almost getting to an hour. Wow, that's even like when four you're times here, we're even joy. longer because you go oh. off on these little tangents that They're not little tangents. Don't yes, <laughs> large drive a truck through them tangents. Educational hey, moments. Tang nuggets. <laughs> Lucy. Mm. Talk about fourteen. Okay, one second. So I have to eat some turkey because it's getting mm, cold. Turkey. Chris has ruined my dinner. You did not Again. mention that you were eating dinner when I called you. You didn't say to wait. You in the chose. Evening. We, it's you've evening been sitting here for twenty minutes. Time. You could have finished your dinner. It's eight o'clock at night. You, you so. saved that turkey so you could complain about it, you faker. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not nothing. Ruin. I'm choking on it. I'm gonna die on the spot. How ah. first do you talk about Final Fantasy VII? I There's can't talk about it. it. Doesn't work. I couldn't play it. Hey, at least you got a refund. So last weekend, Final Fantasy VII goes on sale on Saturday, and people are like it's on the store. It look and because that's all you can really say because it's still Final Fantasy VII. You can't get too excited for it. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna download this game, see what's new, what's different, what they fix, what they most likely didn't fix. 
or I download it and I install it and then I go to activate it and it doesn't work. The license servers aren't running. They're, they're uh, using, what's the name of that terrible? Secure ROM. Secure ROM. Yeah, and that wasn't working. DRM ever. But it probably works fine when they actually, you know, wanted to launch the game. God, but, Chris, is everything in your world fine? Yeah, well. Yeah, this is terrible, intrusive, awful DRM, but it's fine. Well, by fine, I mean it functions in some manner that it's similar to what it's supposed to function. <laughs> I have a very loose definition of fine, I as know. you've come to as you've come to learn. Yeah, I, I've, <laughs> yes, I think I've got that bit. Chris. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Anyway, so it were it, 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 this place. It did not work fine. It didn't it wasn't up at all. Square didn't even intend to release the game, and so you know what happens when that happens? None of the licenses work or there. So anyway, that Monday I get. No notification from them, just a, a note from the from Digital River, who is their sales partner, and, you know, Digital River is another great store, not. They said, hey, uh, you're approved for a refund. I'm like, what? No email from Square Enix saying anything going on. No apologies. Just, no, we just have a refund. So I click through it, and they're like, please certify on this form that you have destroyed your copy of Final Fantasy VII. I had to fill out a form of a letter of destruction, and of course I had not. I didn't uninstall it. But Chris, you broke the rules. I broke the rules. Well, then I go. I had to go to blogs to find out that everybody who bought it on the weekend and it wasn't working for Square apparently gave it to us for free. So even though they made me fill out this form saying it's destroyed, I'm still going to get the game for free. So I need to uninstall it so I can get it for free later or something. I don't know what they're going Chris for. Chris is too cool for rules. That's what he is. Yeah, so two days later, like Wednesday or Thursday, I boot up the game again, and it's in the state it is now, where the game um, actually took my license key. So those license keys apparently work, since I'm one of that those early, um, we'll call them early adopters. As a matter of speaking, which is... Uh, it's a generous term. A very generous term in this case. And, and it gets me to the sign-in screen. And you know what the sign-in screen says? Put in your Square Enix account. And you put your Square Enix account, and you're like, no, 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 your Square Enix account uses an email address. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I know what my Square Enix account uses. I log into it to play games like Eleven and stuff. I'm like, I, we don't care what you think. It uses your email address. I'm like... Okay, maybe you need a new one. I'll sign up for a new Square Enix account. No, no, no. You're already using that email address. I'm like, but you won't let me log in with it. So that's it's currently stuck in this new form of upgraded Square Enix account that they haven't currently rolled out yet. So I cannot log in or play Final Fantasy VII. So instead, I dug through all the files and found out stupid tidbits like they're using <laughs> terrible conversions of the not good MIDI forms of music in the original PC version instead Didn't of doing a good job. we talk about this already? On your show. Oh, the better show. Yeah, That's the right. better show. Good so, show. All I've learned from Final Fantasy VII is Square doesn't know how to do a launch <laughs> and that they probably messed up the music that we can't save 100% because we haven't played the game for real yet. And there's going to be some upgrade to your Square Enix account before they will let you log into it. There you go. Final Fantasy VII, or not. Screw this game. And you've also been playing 1 million? 10 million, which is an iPhone puzzle game, kind of like uh, Puzzle Quest. Yeah, I started this today. Isn't it cool? It's got nice chiptune music. It's got uh, RPG mechanics in a match three type of slider puzzle game, and it's two bucks on the App Store. It's really fun, and you get to level up, and it actually impacts how good you can be at the puzzle and killing the monsters and getting more treasure and stuff. And, uh, yeah, your goal is to get 10 million points in a single run, and you're going to level your character up until you get to the point where you can pull that off, and you beat the game. And it's simple, and it's fun, and it's RPG-like. Or it is an RPG, I guess. Yeah. So there. 
I recommend that game, not Final Fantasy VII. What have you been playing? Um, well, I played 10 million, and then I... 10 million stole what? Points. That's the name of the game. 10 million points. Huh? And I also stole Chris's PSP Go and played Half Minute Hero, and I got about 100 of the 108 evil lords in um, 32nd Hero. Hero 30, I should say. And I tried Evil Lord 30 and realized after about 12 levels that I don't really like it. And then I played two levels in Princess 30 and realized that I definitely don't like that. So I think I'm just done with the game and I feel really satisfied. I feel like I got a lot out of it. And then I switched over to Gongnir, um, which is a tactical RPG. And oh my gosh, it feels so much like Final Fantasy Tactics. It's very cool. Yay. Any differences or significant features to speak of? Or just, if you um, like tactics, you'll like, like Gungnir. No, I, I mean, it's it's the vibe as opposed to the mechanics. Um, there's a bunch of different stuff. Like, um, you get turns based on how frequently... How much you've done in your previous action. And you don't get to move everybody every turn and stuff. It's a little complicated. I need to find a good way to summarize it for next week when I've played more. Yes, you do. And somebody's writing an email. That's not an email, Chris. That's me trying to save Scott's life. From what? Doing from a troll, Chris. A mean troll who's come to kill us both, and actually did kill us both just a minute ago. Nate? But that won't, I won't let, yes, you. It was all you, Chris. No, I said Nate. Nate. No, he's not a troll. He's, he's awful, he's but he's not a troll. Right. He's a bear. In a tux. He isn't always in a tux, Chris. Uh, <laughs> not, not at all times and in yes. all places is Nate Lyles in a tux. Well, I was thinking a, about Nate today. Gwyn has been playing Guild Wars because I'm watching him do it. <laughs> Guild Wars 1? And Persona 4 Arena, and some sort of building game on Steam. That was SimCity 4. SimCity <laughs> Yes, the building game. <laughs> How's Persona 4 Arena, Quinn? I wouldn't know because somebody stole my copy. Dr. Quinn. Awesome. It's I awesome. I accidentally right. muted myself there, so I'm not sure you heard him. No, yeah, yeah. So Anna stole my copy of Persona 4 uh, because we thought my PlayStation was irrevocably broken. And Persona she, 4 Arena? Persona 4 Arena, yeah. Well done for supporting region locking, Chris Privetier. Oh, bite me. Um, she took it to Canada and... Uh, Sad little man. Yes, she took it to Canada and now I Japan can't play it. Japan supported region locking to the tune of, like, how many copies? 200,000 or something? Yeah, it's sold it's every single other fighting game's first week sales, like, ever. That's nice. Uh, it's unfortunate that they had to do that, and they feel the need to do that. And they're doing that with anime, too. The Persona 4 anime, uh, the U.S. version will not have the Japanese voice tracks on it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. it's. It, they, I, didn't, I wasn't aware that we were in 1994 again, yeah. but apparently well, we are. Because Japan and U.S. are in the same region, they're scared of people importing it for way less. Do you know why? Because they charge 60 bucks for three episodes in Japan, and they charge 60 bucks for 10 episodes in the U.S., I don't know, maybe they should charge everyone a fair price. You'd think, yeah, but apparently that's not the right answer. The right answer is to make it, is to punish the U.S. people because of their terrible market practices in Japan. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> the way that I, the way that I encourage them not to do it is I don't give them any of my money. Say, nope, you can't have any because your business practices are appalling. 
Well, yeah, except when you do that, then they, they're like, oh, there's no interest in the West for these properties anymore. <laughs> it's like, you can't win. You cannot win with these companies. They you just can. bend everything to be what money. they want. Yeah. Yeah. And they will go away and there'll be nothing. Ethical. No, there won't be nothing. There are so many companies, Chris. No. They are abundant. Companies rampant. Companies. We are lousy with companies, Chris. We are not, uh, not, with, not with companies that make good JRPGs. No, it's not true. There are plenty of great companies out there that make good JRPGs. Look at look at Nice. They're wonderful. They make wonderful JRPGs. Really? You, you ah, a big fan of the Atelier games? I don't care for the I Atelier games. I thought it was Atelier <laughs> games. Oh, they're so good. You, the Disgaea games. Okay. So there's Scott one. Said the Atelier games. I know because okay. he won one from us. Yes. He won a game. Oh, Sean should take this discussion to the Anime News Network cast. Okay. You I should don't do know that, that, Sean. That is. That sounds like a place for hipsters and <laughs> hipsters and anime watchers because those people are who similar. Kawaii Neko Desu. <laughs> I hate the region log, but I'm gonna buy Persona Three, Persona Four Arena anyway because it's a really good game. You yeah. are encouraging bad business practices, but, and therefore you are scum. But he's also encouraging good game development. So what? So at what? I think that's the more important of the two. Yeah, I'm kind of going to agree with on that one. Oh, people agreeing with me for once. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah, you're on your home field. I know. That's probably what it is. Come back to Super.com. We'll set you straight, Chris. Well, what field have you been running around in this week? Detroit. (laughs) I'm sorry. In your digital worlds. Oh, I was in, uh, what do they call it? Eorzea. Oh, Eorzea or whatever. Eorzea, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) You went back to 14. What the hell? Um, there's a lot of things to do. I was very pleased when I went there because there were the first thing that happens. I ran into a friend of mine who was around from back when I was playing last time. He was the guy I did Toto Rack with, which is their first dungeon, and he did a video of it. And we were like one of the first people on the server to do it, and that was really cool. And he put it on YouTube, and I thought that was cool. And I went into the game, and he was there, and he has his own link shell now. And that's <laughs> that's for you, actually, Chris. That right there. That hey, look, listen was was for you, and I'm not lying. It's okay. true. It was. I appreciate that. What? How can I get the same person twice? Sorry, <clears throat> sorry. Um, but yeah, we went we went back. There was lots to do. This guy who uh, who had a had a link shell back in the day and now has his own, and I was pleased to see it. And we got into it. And there are people who knew what the changes are, and they've updated me, and they weren't terribly significant. So I've had a lot of fun with it, you know. Um, there's nothing that I have to like, learn. There are lots of things to do, but nothing really to learn, which is good. Because I don't want to have to spend three years reading an encyclopedia to play an MMO. I also uh, activated my FF11 account because people said Abyssea, and there's this new thing coming out called um, Tales of Girthloom or something. I don't remember. <laughs> Someone else will have to tell me. Chris? So, I have no idea. It's, What's it called? The, the something with the Geomancer. Seekers of Adeline? Yes, Seekers of the Mandolin. That's the Seekers one. Seekers of the Mandolin, yes. I love it. A third time, really? A third time. Oh. A third time. I indeed rage. I don't Nothing. know what you're talking about, but okay. I'm not to you. I'm angry at life. Okay. So, yes. So, the... Yeah, oh, a Doolin. That's what it is. A Doolin, see? Seekers of a Doula. Got it. A Doolin. Yes. Not a Doula. A Doula Amblongata. No, like uh, the one who assists the, the lady having... Hakuna her. Matata? Yeah, Hakuna Matata. Secrets of Hakuna Matata. Yes. All right, so that, that expansion's coming, so you said I'll play now and so I, I can do... 
things. You know, I'll okay. see what I'll see what it's like because you can get to level ninety nine, and I was told. You oh, could you haven't do it. done that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm still seventy five in dynamic gear. So I'm like, okay, well, that'll take you twenty five minutes in. Um, uh, what's it called? Abyss- yeah. That's what people say. Abyssia. You, know, you can you can go there and you can get tons of experience and it's going to be great. And I said, okay. So I logged into the game and instantly ran into some people who were really nice. I went to Lower Juno and it's packed with people. So I, I said, hello, I'm new. To, I shouted. I said, I'm, I'm back to the game. I was 75 before, and I'm back now, and what do I do? So this guy said, oh, it's really easy. Here, I'll tell you what to do. What you have to do is you have to get your crests, and you use the crests to get Groot, which you then use to get your teals, and your teals are okay, but you're going to want to upgrade your teals later. I'm like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Crests. Okay, wait, what's, what's a crest? Oh, a crest. It's a crest is use your, your limit splits on the breakpoints for the mode switching. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. It's it's quite crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand. Okay, wait, could you just tell, what do I need to do right now? He's like, go to Cape Terrigan, do your pages. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I can do that. I, I'll go to Cape Terrigan. So I went to Cape Terrigan, level 75, fully equipped. I checked a goblin in Cape Terrigan. It's a decent challenge. I said, ah, okay. I don't have any macros, but I'll just throw my strongest spells at it over and over, and it'll die. And I threw my strongest spells at it over and over. Then I ran out of MP, and it killed me. Yeah. And I said, well. You should level. I think that's enough Final Fantasy XI for now. <laughs> <laughs> you, need to, you need to get to 99 first and then do that stuff. So I said, I, I think I'm, I'm done with the, the decent challenges in Cape Terrigan and the, the Groots and the Gruel and the Porridge and the, and the Limits and the Pips and the Teals and whatever. If you went I back, 14 instead. Yeah, you did 14 yeah, instead. And you got a Chocobo? Right away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got a Gubu, which was instant, and a Chocobo, which took a little bit of work. Mm. But nothing difficult. And it's you just unlocked Black Mage or something. Yeah, I unlocked Black Mage. Which and is White different Mage. Yeah. than Thaumaturge? It is. Okay, so the way that it works is pretty simple. You have all your base classes, like Thaumaturge and Conjurer and all that. And where am I going? You'll want a portal, won't you? <laughs> hi, hi, Scott. Um, so what I did is I asked, again, my link shell, said, what do I do? They said, oh, it's easy. You just go do this fight. Once you're level 30 on your class you go talk to the people and they'll tell you what you need to do in order to do the fight so you get to 30 on thaumaturge or conjurer and you go talk to your guild and they'll say hello i see you're level 30 on conjurer well if you want to be a white mage you got to raise some other class in the case of conjurer it's gladiator to 15 which takes half an hour and then you can be a white mage so you do it and you come back and they say okay all you do is kill this monster here so you do that, and then you can be a white mage. Same thing for black mage or lancer or bard or you know any of the yeah. real Final Fantasy jobs. And then basically after that, every five levels, so 35, 40, 45, 50, you get another quest that involves killing another monster. And when you do that, they give you another class-specific spell or ability. Okay. So that's for your black mage, white mage. And then you get your, all your your abilities that would come from the job as well. So, like, I get my Thaumaturge abilities. But I lose the ability by being a Black Mage to use the abilities of Conjurer, so I can't cast Cure anymore. It goes away. As a Thaumaturge, I can cast Cure. I get that from Conjury. But as a Black Mage, no. No no healing magic for you. So I've enjoyed it. I've had a lot of fun doing that. I like Black Magic, and I like being a Black Mage, and I like being a White Mage. And I got Scott to play with me, and so he made a little falafel or whatever they're called and uh he actually looks kind of like falafel falafel lalafel 
Lalafell, that's it. I like to call them Lal Fail, but you know, whatever. Just like you were in um Yes. Eleven. He looks actually Oh no, like... I, I'm I'm a Lalafell in fourteen as well. You're a falafel as well, Yeah, eh? I am a falafel, yep. So yeah, he made a falafel, you're a falafel, everyone's a everyone's falafel. Everyone's a falafel. For me. I that's think fun. I'm a falafel in that no, too. No, no, you were a Mithra nope. and you have our yeah, and you did a better job designing your character. I bet you I bet you any money that Michael Tidwell is also a um, Mikote. Yes. Yes. Ah. It's a cat woman. Just In like fact, me. the funny thing is, is I colored my hair. It was the first time I did white bangs with red ponytail. Oh, now and we've got like, interesting stuff going on. Four here. days later, he's like, look at my character. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just did my hair exactly the same as that. And he didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. How can you make such a wonderful game? It sounds so terrible. I know. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you for making it sound like like a doll game. Well, except game it is doll. for a lot of people. No, it isn't. I know it, really it is. It no. Is, I just made a copy of my 11 character is all I did. <laughs> so you played paper dolls to imitate your character. So what did, uh, what is uh, these new these new old classes from 11 yeah. that they brought over to 14? They're just advanced they're focused classes? Um, well, they're, they're restrictive in a way and beneficial. Okay, okay, so you switch to Black Mage and you get access to Freeze and Burst and Flare. Those are Black Mage spells. But you lose the ability to cure. You lose the ability to cast any Conjury spells at all. So no more Arrow, no more Stone, because those are Conjury. You can't use Raze as a Black Mage. Because that's, again, it's Conjury. With a White Mage, that's a Conjury focus. So you start out as a Conjury and you become a White Mage and you lose all the Black Mage abilities that you would yeah. get from Thaumaturge. So no more Fire, no more Thunder, no more um, Blizzard, all gone. But instead, you get Regen, you get Curaga, and you get Benediction. So, you know, so basically what you do is when you get these, you equip them on your job and it changes your job into like a specialism, mm-hmm. which is, you know, black mage for thaumaturge, white mage for conjury. And it just restricts you, makes you more focused. So you don't have to level over from one like you do nope. when you unlock jobs in 11. Correct. So like my conjurer was 41 when I unlocked white mage. So my white mage is also 41. It's the same level as the job that it's a focus of. Neat. And I level white mage, those levels apply to conjury and the conjury levels apply to white mage because they're the same. And and so to Black Mage as well, right? Exactly. Black Mage is Thaumaturge. Thaumaturge is Black Mage. And in the future, any other advanced jobs, exactly the same. Excellent. So, so get your levels we, now. You know, yeah, I'm really pleased that they've changed the leveling system from that awful rank slash level to just levels. That's Level. way better. One thing, though, be careful about assigning your points, your stat points. Yeah. Because it, you can't undo it easily. What? It's really. It, the only way to undo it, it takes an item, and you only get the item from unlocking an advanced job. Oh. So you can do it once for every advanced job you unlock. Ugh. So you got to be maybe careful. Maybe that'll be, when they eventually go free-to-play, maybe they'll be part of a... They're not going to go free-to-play. <laughs> they don't know what free-to-play means. Yeah, exactly. Well, except, the, the except for their free-to-play game that they have that they never bring out here. But <sighs> they, they won't. Yeah. Americans don't understand free-to-play. Oh, Chris. apparently not. Yeah. Don't have any free-to-play games in America. No, no of course not. So yeah. tell us about another game that was... Uh, well, I guess it was free to you to play. Final Fantasy 2? <laughs> well, that's why I started playing 11 and 14. It's because I was playing 2, and I'm like, this is bad enough. <laughs> I could probably weather 11 and 14 for a little bit. Yeah, I was playing 2 uh, on the PSP, which is the easy and not so bad one. I was I was remarking upon it on our own podcast about the differences it has with the original 2. Because, you know, in the original 2, which is also the Origins version, they're roughly the same, if your strength goes up because you use a weapon, 
your intellect goes down. <laughs> and if you cast a spell, then your strength goes down and your intellect goes up. So, oh, so you can easily make it so you never level. Exactly. Ooh. You could, If you try to do a little bit of both, do a little red mage, you're just going to be weak forever. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. So they got rid of the anti-stats in um, 2. Which I so bet now, makes it unbalanced now. You can, if you're willing to put in a little time, you can really unbalance the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, they've also done some other things. You don't have to spend a lot of time beating yourself on the head because everyone gets a little HP after a while, whether they've been hit or not. It's like every so many fights, everyone gets an HP boost, mm-hmm. whether they've been hit in the face with a stick recently or not. Which means, you know, less hitting yourself in the face with a stick. I'm all for that. Since that used to be how you'd level your characters. Exactly. You'd just beat yourself with sticks and then win the battle, and that would say all your stats would go up. Because you hit yourself in the face with a stick six times, so now you're stronger than you were before. That's how I level myself in real life. Is is it? I I can tell, actually. It gives some insight into your... You have to do the right side and the left side evenly, otherwise your face looks really weird. I was just assuming that you used a brick in the middle of your forehead over and over. You but do okay. have one, yeah. See? Yeah, that might be why. Now oh, I know why everything is fine all the time. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> Chris fine. is fine now. Get him in the face of the... Fine. Yeah, see, it's working. No, it doesn't. He can't see that. Yeah. Hey, I wear glasses, too. That's kind of rude, actually. <laughs> all right, anyway, sorry. He doesn't really... That's um, no problem. He... We're just, we're just having a chat here, a private chat about the podcast that you can't see. Yeah, now you know how I feel every week yep. with all your people out a private chat about me that I can't see. I know. And it's you know fun, what? Some people it? had a public chat with us that we can see in our feedback section here. What? Yep. What is that? Yep. Feedback. It's alchemy. Yeah, alchemy. So the Idle Thumbs podcast says, Namos on our message boards, the one with the Kickstarter, which you ragged on for not starting. It's been going strong for almost a month. Oops. It's a good podcast for those on the hunt for a new old one to listen to, although somewhat PC focused, so it might not appeal to some. Hmm? It's a Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter. We, we don't approve of Kickstarter. Oh, you don't. Yes, I understand. It's the official stance of this website that we do not approve of Kickstarter. I see. Well, <laughs> you must be big fans of the Oya closing, uh, <laughs> closing for the week. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Na- so you're worth the sound, Chris. You no, mentioned it. I don't have it. Ooh, yeah. I don't have it queued. I'm sorry. Namos also Shit. says, I'm assuming the Dark Eye games someone um, asked about refers to all the Drakensong games. They're a mix between Gothic and Neverwinter Nights, from what I've seen. It seems the original pen and paper RPG system is rather complex, so it's kind of daunting to get into, and I've never bothered. Still haven't seen anything on the ooh, yeah, to really get me excited about ooh, yeah. it, I have to say. Thank you, Namos. Seraphim Ooh. Kitten. Namos. Namos. Namos? Namos was his name. Oh. Seraphim Kitten says, in regards to the question about free-to-play MMOs for the Max, I know I've seen a few show up on MMO Grinder, MMOGrinder.net. Lately, my connection doesn't let me stream it, so I can't go through them quickly and find them for you. But if you're interested in free MMO options, it might be worth time to go read through some of the episodes, which leads us right into our voicemail. Oh, no. You're still doing that? Yeah, Here we go. Hey, RPG cast. Um... I'm willing to, uh, since the last, my last question caused a little bit of controversy, uh, just what's the best free-to-play MMO, curious. Oh, no that's not gonna, that won't cause any controversy. Uh, Great. No monthly subscription. Thanks. Bye. So, well, last time he said on the Mac, and it really put a wrench in things, because um, most of the free-to-plays are on Windows. But yeah. uh, now he here's, said just here's period. Yep. Easy. 
None of them. They're terrible. Don't play free-to-play MMOs. They're all bad. They're all bad. Play WoW or 14. There you go. All right. Well, Problem um, solved. Well, here's the first one. Uh, your first answer is what Seraphim said. Go to MMOGrinder.net. Check out stuff there. Uh, I think on the last t- podcast, we then said, if you had a lot of options, uh, check out DCUO. See if you like that. Um, and uh, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff out there. I, I don't play any of them, so it's hard to say. Because he doesn't even want the initial ones. So I can't even say Guild Wars, which are kind of free to play after you buy it. So, what? No, he wants something that is like like all free, free. Yeah, top straight top. up free to play, uh, like okay, Star Wars will be. There's nothing, nothing. Well, nothing that nothing. you like. Yes, I understand that. Literally nothing. It I used mean, to be fourteen. <laughs> yeah, well, even for, you had to, to buy the game. No, first. no, you could use a trial card and never it would never oh, expire. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Remember that was clever of them. They should Anna go back. Did that. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's Anna, nothing. Yeah. I. I don't have yeah. a best for you, Michael. I'm sorry. I can just tell you some of the ones that we talked about last week are worth you trying. Go check out DCUO. Go check out Warhammer. Go check out um, Star Wars when it goes free to play. See if any of them scratch the, scratch you the itch for you. Star Wars, hey, uh, City of Heroes is still going. City of Heroes. There you go. Do you there's have to there's buy a recommendation by John. Um, do you have to buy that? No. No. Okay. My bad. For some reason, I thought you did. Oh, not anymore. Okay. Oh, you're right. Star Wars, you'll have to pay 15 bucks for, won't you? Yep. So that doesn't count either. Uh, DCUO, then. People seem to like that. Uh, Star Trek Online? No, No, Chris, don't suggest that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't say that. That's mean. Yeah. (laughs) Even I'm not that mean to my readers. Go now, play Star Star Trek Trek Online. Online. (laughs) That's horrible. It didn't even make it into your, your list of games that you'd be forced to play if people donated. Oh, it's that bad. It's, I don't want that. <laughs> it has no Ryza. You can't land on Ryza and get a Ho- Horgoth or whatever that is. Hor- the Horgon? Horgon, yeah. <laughs> the so, thing that means I that, want pleasure? That is the only thing I wanted to do in that game. I wanted to go land on Ryza, buy a Horgon, and just run around with the Horgon in my hand or something. Just, no. Just go... Go to Google and turn safe search off. Yeah, apparently. That's all you're looking for. Just, just so disappointed that I didn't implement that. All right. Francesco. Francesco. I can't even say. I can't even remember how to say their name anymore. Francesco. It is Francesco. Fran- Francesco, yeah, because he's yeah. Italian. Yes, that's right. So hey, RPG. Is- Hey, RPG Cast Crew, I have another round of questions for you today. As always, feel free to chime in on each other's questions. Good, because one of the people is in here. Chris, I'm finishing Radiant Historia currently, but I'll be moving on to Pokemon Conquest once I am done. Can you offer me any spoiler-free advice before playing? Also, no more slacking on Unchained Blades. Oh, Chris, don't play that game. It's actually really good. Yes, but Class of Heroes 2, Chris! Um, but I really like this one. Why do I need Class of Heroes 2? It's better, but it's not out. How do you, you know it's be better patient. than Unchained Blades? Well, it is! It's out! It's out in Japan. They love it. They love it more than Unchained Blades? Sure. What do you mean, sure? You have no idea. <laughs> you said it, not me. I'm just affirming what you oh, said. Oh, okay. You're full of crap. You it'll be... said they love it more. I'm just saying yes. Okay, it, it'll sure. Be cheaper. I agreed with you. It will be cheaper. That, that'll be nice. Because Unchained's too expensive. It is. I totally agree. How much is it, Sean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much. I'm just agreeing with you to be pleasant. All right. You can't win on this podcast. Everyone's uh, Anna, always do you have any eight. advice? Do you have any advice for this guy for Pokemon Conquest? Uh, yeah, it's the same thing that I've been saying every other podcast, which is get as many perfect matches as you can before beating the game. And how do they get a perfect match? 
um, you go into the random um, training zones inside of each castle. And if they have a gold medal above their head, capture it. And if they make a, a friendship speech to the Pokemon after the battle, they are a perfect match. Sometimes the perfect matches cannot be discovered till you evolve the Pokemon that are already yeah. like gold level. So you yeah. may not you may need to just level up the one they started with is another yeah. tip. I mean for you. basically if you have something that matches ninety percent or more, just evolve it and see if it goes to hundred percent with the evolution. Okay. Sweet. Alright, next question's from Manny. When will you be start- starting um, your what? Manny's not here. I know, but we can chime in on it. When will you be starting your Call of Battle Brocast? I.e. your weekly FPS podcast where you gush on Call of Duty and Battlefield news. Smirk face. Um, I don't think that one needs an answer. Uh, we might need to reread that when Manny's here. Anna, what are your feelings on gaming tattoos for games with a traditionally fad following? For instance, series like Rock Band and Angry Birds that have yet to prove their iconic longevity. The other day, I saw someone attempting to hide their tattoo of the Rock Band instrument icons. Poor guy for not thinking ahead. Um, well, I think this is an interesting question because I have three video game tattoos. And the interesting, I mean, I have a Harvest Moon cow that is celebrating 15 years. I have Jack Frost, who's the official Atlas icon, and he has been for a long time, and the SMT series is going very strong. Um, the, the one that may be relevant to this particular discussion is I have the Heartless Crest on the back of my hand. And yeah, I Kingdom got Hearts it isn't going anywhere. <laughs> I got it when there was only one Kingdom Hearts game. They hadn't even announced, um, what was that stupid card game that was Chain like of Memories. Yeah, I mean, I got the, the Heartless Crest tattooed on my hand even before they announced Chain of Memories. So I don't have any regrets about it because I really like the message that Kingdom Hearts represents. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like any tattoo you should get, whether it's a gaming tattoo or not, should mean something to you and you should put a lot of thought into it. Um, If someone is is like a major music uh, aficionado, did I say that right? Yeah, that's good. And loves rock band and they own all the rock band games and that's really what calls them and they want a tattoo for it cool but you have too many people that are like i want a rock band tattoo go to the tattoo parlor get it done that day and three months later they go oh i guess i don't really like rock band as much as i thought i did yep mistake but i mean that's that's any tattoo Mm -hmm. that isn't just a game one Mm -hmm. so i give two thumbs up for any tattoo that you've thought through including a gaming tattoo Potato. Potato. Get a tattoo of potato. Potato. Quinn, my apologies for last time your questions got the release date pushed back and subsequently held up in British Customs. My questions for you are if you could join any one RPG studio and take complete creative control of what they produce, which studio would it be? And what would your first changes be as creative lead? Um, That's a tricky one. Oh, give me a sec. There we go. Um... Is this working? Yeah, it's working fine. Hi. Okay. Um, hmm. See, the problem is with taking over Banpresto, the subdivision of Namco Bandai that handles Super Robot Wars, is I would probably do something stupid like try and get them to localize some of the games, which probably would bankrupt them in licensing fees and the fact that the series is not hugely popular. Uh, I don't know. Maybe take over Namco Tales Studio or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And the first thing you'd do? Uh, hmm. 
either make localizations more of a priority or uh, try and make more games like Grace's F. <laughs> and that, that would be the email you send out? Let us make more games like Grace's F. Maybe. <laughs> well, actually, if I was CEO, I might just send out an email that says, bow down to me mortals. Oh, no, no, you're creative control. You're not business control. Oh, okay. So you're, you're like the dude leading the team. So you got to come up with the ideas of how to make games more like Grace's F. That is true. Unfortunately, I have crap for ideas at the moment, so I can't think. <laughs> so you, what you would do is negotiate and so you could take CEO position over. Yeah. And then hire and somebody then, with good ideas. Yeah, then hire somebody with good All ideas. All right, I like that. That's a good answer. Either that or go to Sega and, tell them to ma- and get them to make uh, Skies of Arcadia 2. <laughs> Just bring the stuff out in the web, in the West, that they've been bring- not bringing out. Well, yeah, I'd get them to bring stuff out here more, but... Skies of Arcadia 2, man. Skies of Arcadia 2. Alright. Skies 2. As always, it needs to happen. Francesco says, stay thirsty, my friends. Alright. Sava! Sava writes in and says, RPG Cast, or Ocelot, I guess is the name I should use. This past week in gaming didn't seem particularly memorable or special, but feel free to prove me wrong. For now, let's jump into some questions. Number one, this is very important. Where, oh, where has the legendary Zoltan gone? I miss you, oh, legend of legends. Well, for that answer, I will say wait for the next letter. Number two, did any of you get to play Super Time Force at any of the conventions slash expos you've been attending in the past year or so? I've heard the game's pretty good, but you can't get really much info on it. Have you played Super Time Force, anybody? Anybody remember what Super Time Force is? That's the new one from Cappy, I believe. Um, I have not had a chance to play it. I'm afraid I want to. It looks cool. Sorry, Ocelot. Number three, confession time. Who amongst the RPG crew has the largest pile of video game shame? If you were to actually play and finish said video game pile, how many Earth years would it take? Hmm. Well, Sean regularly burns his, right? Burns. Burns? Burns. Oh, I don't know. You dispose of, cycle through, get rid of, purge? If I'm not going to finish a game, it's because I don't like it, so I get rid of it, yeah. You compost it? I sell it to someone else who's less intelligent, I I suppose. (laughs) I like the idea of composting games and getting lesser games out of it or something, more simple games. But it's a sort of crafting system. You combine all your other games, you get a random game. like Minecraft with games. (laughs) You hit them with sticks to break them down to their constituents, (laughs) then combine them together and a new game appears. That game will always be Deadly Towers. (laughs) It's always like E.T. Sorry. (laughs) No. Great. No, well, I can make a house out of these. And then what will happen is Anna will come along and say, well, I got C-Coding 2 the first time I did it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> first try, I got C-Coding 2. Um, after thousands of copies of E.T., Chris. Uh, John, do you have a big pile? <laughs> Why did you say that? I don't know. Do you have big piles, John? If so, you should see a doctor. It's do terrible. you have a big pile of games of shame? No. No? Okay, so it's me. Just you. It's me, Ocelot. It would probably take a year. Like a solid year? Are you talking like... like I'm like not working, just staying here, just playing games all day. So if you literally never slept, you could do it a year? Probably. Get on that. Yeah. (laughs) It just should be easy. All right. The upcoming Transformers Fall of Cybertron game looks awesome, says Ocelot. Do you agree? I don't know. I haven't been looking at it. Have any of you? What? The Transformers Fall of Cybertron game? God, why would I care about that? I don't because it could possibly be fun. No. Okay. No. 
Transformers. Did you see the last movie? Yeah. It does no. look pretty good. It, but I don't like Transformers. I do not like the recent Transformers. I did not watch movie two or three because I did not like movie one. Michael Bay! Yeah. He's amazing. No. <laughs> but, no, I didn't say he was good. I said he's amazing. It is I'm amazing. amazing. He gets top. contracts, yes. Yeah. All right, forget this. Daisy is getting a standalone release, says Ocelot. Who's excited for salvaging for supplies, running out of ammo quickly, and beating up random strangers for food? Daisy? Daisy. Which is not to be confused with Jay-Z. Daisy is a mod for Arma 2, and it's going to have its own standalone release. Daisy is the girl from Super Mario no, Land. No, no, it's the day and then the letter Z. Day Z. It is the, uh-huh. uh, it is the uh-huh. zombie conversion of Arma 2. Oh. No. Okay. So the answer is John, right? Yeah. Yeah, except he already has it, so he doesn't need the standalone release. <laughs> Sorry, Did you going to have Skip more swag to it? Game. I couldn't hear because you both talked. Uh, Anna first. Does the standalone edition going to have some more swag to it? I have Ugh. no idea. What would you say, Sean? I said, did he really buy this hip-hop artist's game? John, did you? What? Did you buy DayZ? No, I bought Armor 2. DayZ's free. But you bought the expansion for Armor 2 so you could get it, though. Yes. Okay. So you, you sad, pathetic individual. <laughs> what okay. next? The world of Snoop Dogg. No, it's not based off a rapper. It is. It is not based. Only rap artists have names like J-Z. <laughs> There's no dash. Whatever. Dash, hyphen, space, nothing. Mm-hmm. Rubbish. All right. Next letter is from... To the decline of Western civilization. Yes. Doesn't it keep you awake? No, it I can't sleep. I know. <laughs> because you're sick, Sean. You need years. to see help. Years. It's been years since I've been able to sleep. Yes, we know. You shout need... in the middle of the night about how you cannot sleep. I do. It wakes everyone up. It does. They're unhappy. Dear Chris, thanks for calling me out on the air, says Legendary Zoltan. You're welcome. That was nice of you. Um, did we? Anyway, uh, last week I did. I said, oh, hey, I, I said, send me Doesn't something. Count if I'm not here. Don't worry, Zoltan. So he says he's working on a metal remix of the Overture from Final Fantasy VI, um, but it's not ready yet. It'll be here next week. So in the, in, in the, he says, I've included um, a message that announces the remix. Of course, he couldn't record it himself. Um, so he's, apparently, I will be reading the message. So let's, let's see how this goes. <clears throat> I have to do imitation of Zoltan A and Zoltan B. As you know, Zoltan talks to himself in his messages nowadays. So here we go. Dear Chris Privetier and RPG Cast, thanks for always putting on a great show. I love Cat Fancy. I'm very sorry that I've always been away for so long, but I do have some good news. Zoltan is pregnant? No! I've got an awesome FF6 remix in the works that I plan to unveil to you next week. Don't you mean that you've got an announcement that you're going to announce an announcement about your Final Fantasy VI remix next week? Nope. I'd like to give you the finished track next week, RPG Cast. And what makes you so sure they want your FF6 remix? Because it's freaking Uematsu, played in the style of Zoltan. You guys might as well give it a chance. I mean, it can't be worse than Crazy Chocobo, right? I agree. So look forward to a brand new Final Fantasy VI remix next week on RPG Cast and more video game remixes in the future. Until then, here's the source track of the remix. It's the overture for Final Fantasy VI Opera. Enjoy. And of course, um, it's the source track. You can all listen to that on your own. Uh, yeah. 
Why don't you make it the podcast outro music? <laughs> Maybe I should. So there I mean, is a, that would be the sensible thing to do. It probably it? would. <laughs> so there is your Zoltan announcement for his remix next week. Stay tuned next week for the remix. And he's probably right. It will probably be better than Crazy Chocobo. This place is amateur hour. Let me tell you, every time I come here. Every time. It's almost as though you're hey, the trigger. Hey, he's doing a Final Fantasy VI track. Yes. We're doing a Final Fantasy VI playthrough starting uh, September 2. Ha-ha. Fantastic. You should post that link to that thing that you did. On the uh, <laughs> the thing that I've got, what's it called? For yeah, I'll website. do just that. Comment. Yeah, go post it, Zoltar, <laughs> and we'll know about it if you do. Where does he need to post it? I don't know. Lucifer.com, where you can post things. <laughs> the place where people post things. That's we're changing the motto right now. Where you can post things. <laughs> where you can post things. <laughs> Who needs Twitter? You have Lucifer.com. It's much easier to type smashing phase yes uh oh her like, landlord is doing construction upstairs so. like i'm thinking when she said smash i immediately think of earthbound yes. smash so anna unmute your mic do we get to hear it pow 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 bang bang huh? bang no oh i'm only talking uh. when he's not smashing oh okay that's too bad so her landlord is making noises so anna might be sparse on the talk during the news roundup which oh do you have an mmo roundup for us anna yes let let's lead it. off with that so i don't forget <laughs> Why is this at the beginning? Because of your mom. No. Um, oh, what? You've met her. She's not particularly pleasant. <laughs> I didn't really meet her. Oh, you lucky man. You escaped it then. <laughs> I see. Wait, if she's not pleasant, isn't that a reason for it to be because of her? I don't know what you're talking about anymore. Me neither. Why do we have to do the MMO roundup? Can we just not do okay. it this week? Oh. <laughs> um. It'll be fast. Blizzard attending Gamescom 2012 and partially hacked. So, you heard about this, right, Lucy? Yep. Okay. We talked about it on the podcast. Go listen to it gotcha. at Lucifer.com, where you can post things. Um, Diablo 3 uh, details their upcoming patch 1.0.4. RF Online is coming back. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Yes, I thought Quinn would be excited about this. Game Campus is picking it up. <laughs> that was an unfavorable reaction from John. No, it's going back, and it's free to play. Uh, the SO emote allows player to put their expressions in the game. Yes, in fact, I have it linked in my report. See, rpgamer.com. This is um, not MMO in a minute, Anna. Come on, pick it up. RuneScape bans veteran accounts abusing bugs. Robbery at gunpoint for RuneScape coins. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was three guys that all lived together in a university dorm. And the guy was like, sell me your coins. And two of the other guys were like, no. So the first guy goes back to his room and gets a gun. And makes them trade the coins at gunpoint. And then walks away. And so the two people were like, well, we're just going to call the police now. (laughs) So he's facing like 10 years in jail. Good job. Um, Maple Story now on Steam. Raiders mm. closed beta test now live. Night Online announces open beta test for August 28th. Four games shut down this week Booty Bay Online, <laughs> Zencha, Milmo, and Star Trek Infinite Space. There was a but game unfortunately, Booty... not Star Trek Online, which yeah, is no still sense. running. Um, Eve Online secures $20 million in new funding. Valve removes copyrighted items from LOL. On mass settles lawsuits. Wait, 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 wait. How staff. does Valve remove items from League of oh, Legends? No, sorry, from Dota 2. Okay, thank you. My bad. 
Whatever, they're both the same game. <laughs> that, that, that could spark a few flame rolls. <laughs> On mass settles lawsuit, lays off staff. Wargaming.net acquires Big World, but CEO leaves. <laughs> I can't believe there's a game that was called Booty Bay Online. Yep. <laughs> That's great. All right. <laughs> all right. I shouldn't. I'm sorry. So whenever she does this, all I hear is boots, 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 oh, boots, boots. It's, it's only, I just hear her saying the word boots, boots. over and over again until boots. she's done. Oh, because she's Canadian. I get it. Um, I can't hear any other words. Just boots. They're called galoshes. Galoshes. Boots, 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 boots. Galoshes. At the All end. right. <laughs> well, let's let's hit up some of these stories as we talk to our as we head into our in depth news section. First thing, it's been run to the sun all week long. Uh, Michael God, Cunningham not again. Sam Marcello and Adrian Denauden and Ma- Emmanuel Marino all went out to a bunch of companies. So you can see a bunch of coverage coming in the next week on our site. As they, Stay tuned the, for that love-in on RPG Gamer. As the, uh, as the embargoes expire. Thank you, Sean. Um, first off, they, the, we have one story about uh, some of the NIS stuff. Uh, the highlights are the Blackmark Shooter. The game is still on track for a digital release. This is a... Wait, Chris, wait. Yeah? Which companies did they go to this year? I, I don't remember... Just give me uh, what you remember. Atlas, I need to know what companies can do no wrong for the next 365 days at right, RPG. NIS America, Atlas, and um, In Exile. All right. I look forward to your 100% positive coverage of these companies. That is a strong accusation, Sean. It's the truth. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris. It just is. Well, you're, you yourself said you like NIS America. I do like NIS America, but not because we met them once. Okay. Well, that maybe we like them not because we met them once. Oh, rubbish. Yeah. Studio. So let me point. I point to them with a finger. I point. You point? Well, I'm you don't pointing. need to point. I'm pointing right now. Look, well, see. That means there's three fingers pointing yes. back at you. Oh, it's rude. <laughs> Treated rudely and I'm a guest. What kind, of, what kind of treatment is this for someone who's so generous of spirit? Wait. Okay. Ow. I'm your cat kind. climbing on my back. Ow, ow, ow. All right. See, Black- God is punishing you for being mean to me. How was I mean to you? You were mean just now. You pointed three fingers at no, me. No, I said that you're pointing three at you because that's what happens when you point at someone else. Is it? Yeah, there's three fingers. Well, it depends how you point. I'm pointing at you with my thumb. Okay. Ah. <laughs> then, yes, you're right. <laughs> now you you're, can't count. Now, you've, now you are giving the correct directions for a magnetic field with your hand instead. All right. Got it. All right. Blackrock Shooter the Game, still on track for digital release. Uh, the Witch and the Hundred Knights on PlayStation 3 Action RPG, still in the works. And let's see, it'll be, we'll hear more about it at TGS, most likely. And then uh, Atelier Ayesha is not certain to come out on PS3, unfortunately, because uh, Tecmo Koei owns the game's developer, Gust. So while NIS America would still like to localize it, um, they're still working out the details. So that's latest update on Atelier Ayesha. Sorry that that's not more favorable yet. And there'll be more news to come when the embargoes go up for that. Nothing Joel on there. SOE Moat, you heard it in the roundup earlier. Uh, they are doing a thing where you will be able to point a webcam at you, and based on the expression you make on your face, your character's face in the game will make that expression, and other people will be able to see it. Is this what MMOs the, have... Well, see, the interesting thing is, is this technology has actually been around for a few years, but the only people that I know using it are adult entertainment sites. Oh, great. Like Otherverse. The technology to pull your uh, expression off of your face and put it on your character. I thought there were some games that did that. 
Yeah, but they're all adult-oriented. Oh. You sure? I thought there was an RPG that All did... of the ones that I know that do it are adult-oriented. No, that just, that just tells us something about your particular predilections. I mean, No, the it tells me it. where my friends work. Can you point the... No, never mind. I don't want to know. So, no, SOE no. mode. Shh, yes. don't say that. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, SOE mode is uh, You know, is that, that is a relevant question, though. What expression does your character get if you point it at your genitals? I don't know. I don't oh, face. Know. You open the door, Chris. I'm not walking through it. Carry on. Uh, EverQuest. <laughs> so anyway, that was an unpleasant turn. Yeah, I saw turn. that. There was a P. There was a PR email about that, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, I was like, why would why why would you play EverQuest? <laughs> so no one's going to see this. Well, you amazing- don't have to turn it on if you really don't like it. <laughs> It's something you, you people, play with for 20 minutes, then you turn off when you realize it's completely pointless. But you're still playing EverQuest. That's the problem. Why would they put this technology, which is potentially amazing, in EverQuest? Mm. Why wouldn't mm. you put it in a game that people want to play? Like, I don't know, Battle Royale or whatever it's called. Casino Royale. The, the fighting game. You know what I'm talking about. Royal Flush? Royal Minions, Battle Royal, Battle. I have Stars. no idea what you're talking about, but I'm enjoying it's listening a Sony to you. Game, the Sony fighting oh, game. Oh, for Sony, Sony Royale, PlayStation All Star Battle. Battle Royale. I think that's it. Sony Royale Battle PlayStation All Stars. Why not put facial recognition? I would love to see my facial expressions on the Fat Princess. You could have just hours of. You wouldn't even need to fight each other. You could just keep making faces at each other, and the person who laughs first loses the battle. Oh, this is a brilliant idea. I'm a genius. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm patenting this idea. If you use this idea, I will track you down and sue you. Hear that? Okay. Hear me, Sony? Yep, yep. Okay, it's making yep, sure. Yep, yep. Darksiders 2 Arena Challenge Mode and New Game Plus revealed. Uh, in the Arena Challenge, uh, you'll have 100 waves of nasties to beat to pieces. Uh, so it's Arena Battles, as you can expect Arena Battles to be. And you get bigger prizes as you survive longer. Um, the New Game Plus is, of course, a New Game Plus mode. You start the campaign over. You get you keep your abilities, and uh, the difficulty goes higher. So you can keep playing over and over if you want to keep playing Darksiders 2, even after you beat it. Uh, that game will be out uh, this week. Sacred Citadel. Anybody waiting for Diablo 2 style game? Or, well, sorry. Um, isometric view action RPG. Uh, Sacred 3, which will be a follow-up to Sacred 2, ostensibly? Yeah. Yeah. No? Okay. Well, anyway, there'll be uh, two follow-up games. Uh, Sacred 3, of course, is the first follow-up to Sacred 2. And the other one will be called Sacred Citadel. And it's going to be a prologue to Sacred 3, but it will not be an RPG. So I just mentioned it in case you're a fan of the series. It'll be an action brawler <laughs> that's side-scrolling. <laughs> it was a light news week. Series. I know, people like Sacred 2. Oh, come on. No one's even heard of it. Yeah. Fan of the series. Fan I'm of the a series. big fan of games no one's heard of before. Yes, you are. What kind of a hipster are you? Would you like some turkey? You love turkey, don't oh, you, you? Are you feeding your cat now? Yeah, you can have some turkey because it's too cold. Because Chris Privateer is a jerk. Here, look at this. No, oh, sorry, you like Sean. that, don't you? I'm sorry, Sean. Do Ruin like, my dinner. People in the chat room are asking, what games do you enjoy, Sean? What are your favorite games? Games? Yes. I'm, I don't understand. What do you mean? What games do you enjoy most? Uh, yeah, cricket is a good mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Chess. Mm-hmm. That's about it. No, and what video games? Baseball. Ah. So you don't actually enjoy video games. I don't really enjoy much of anything. You don't really enjoy much of anything. Right, I like is... I like making you unhappy. Does yes, that count? Like my... Yes, that does count. 
Yeah, good. Okay. I like that's my favorite game, ruining Chris's day. Well, if you like days being ruined, here's a here's a great story for you. The Terra publisher and Mass had a bunch of layoffs, so they're yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, they've laid I mentioned off... that in the roundup. Oh yes, particularly like all of their community team. <laughs> that's not. I couldn't hear sign. it. Like I said, all I heard was boots, boots, over and over again, boots, boots. Uh, the layoffs apparently were not based on performance. I guess they were just based <laughs> off we need to save money. This is my Random. favorite part. The layoffs are, quote, to prepare for the next chapter of our business. Apparently Which is that, bankruptcy. Yeah, chapter 11, <laughs> I guess, is the next chapter of their business. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> That's um, beautiful. Yeah. For if if the preparation for your next chapter is like randomly handing out pink st- slips, what does that tell you about the ending of this story? It's not a good one. Yeah, they they say Terra's been a great launch for us. We're committed to our loyal players. We're taking measures oh, to align the needs of our business to continue supporting Terra and preparing for a future. AKA, we need more money, so we need to fire people, so we l- spend less money on salaries. <laughs> You fire people, which means you produce less content, which kills your MMO. Well, potentially, unless you only support fire the support people. Well, and, I mean, at the same time that they laid off all these people, they settled the lawsuit with NCSoft. Yes, that's which a was story. like, which is funny because they're like picture unrelated, and it's like, yeah, sure. Oh, and you were saying they had to pay out money to NCSoft? Yeah, mm. I mean, this is the thing: is they're like, we settled the lawsuit. We stay. We'll, we still say we're innocent. Oh, and by the way, we're firing fifty people. The terms <laughs> of the settlement. Yeah, the discern, terms of the settlement are not disclosed. So they're just like, we're glad this is behind us, but they won't say what happened. Hmm. So that was um, NCSoft sued them for. I don't even remember. Uh, oh, um, proprietary material lineage, from Lineage yeah, Three. Lineage Three stuff was used in Terra. Was it? E. Shame. You can't do that. Plagiarism is wrong. Don't yeah. do it. Well, they they say they're innocent, so who knows? Oh, well, what of course they do. Whoever admits. Oh, anything. like you've shush! You haven't you haven't evaluated the case from both sides. You have no idea. Every single charge of plagiarism I've ever investigated has resulted in a guilty verdict. <laughs> what do you mean that you've investigated? That I've ever ever been involved in. How many have you been involved in? Seven. Seven. Seven different plagiarism charges against students, and they've all been guilty of plagiarism. Mm. And only one has been expelled, which I find infuriating. And also, I know that that seven is but a tiny, tiny fraction of the plagiarism that's going on. Wait, what do people really do? So you as a teacher are coming across this? Yeah. Okay, so what are, what are people plagiarizing? Like, where do they well, get their sources? One thing you'll see is all the, all the students were at the same paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh you, boy! You think, you think that's incredibly stupid, right? Because you're turning them all into the same professor, so surely he's going to notice that we've copied each other's work. But yes. no, they they do. They've I've seen that. I've also seen them just go on the internet and just look things up and then copy it. I've seen Wikipedia copied wholesale, just whole paragraphs. You gotta know Wikip- You gotta find an obscure site if you're gonna. Do I know. That. Come I mean, on, people. We have software that we can use that you can just type stuff in and get a result usually, but. <laughs> The reality is if you're buying your stuff online or if you're downloading it from the internet, we can probably find out right away. And if you're doing because it from a you have access art, to the same tools. Yeah, I, I can do that. You know, you are using the internet. So am I. <laughs> I can do that, too. And yet it's surprisingly hard to actually get someone expelled because the role that parents have these days, they threaten to sue you if you expel their children, even though it's there in black and white in the uh, – 
the policies for the university. And so the university doesn't want to spend money on the legal fees to prove their exactly. Their, Even yeah. though you know you'll definitely get the kid expelled, and you have to pay the money to do it, yeah. and you know it's bad PR. So it's better just to give them a zero, hmm. and they okay. slap them on the wrist and say, "If you do it again, you will be expelled." Mm. Except, of course, that they won't. Well, if it happens twice, it's almost guaranteed that you'll be oh. expelled. Okay. Right. But it usually doesn't happen again, or it doesn't happen that we find out about it. Well, you or made we the... find out and we can't bring a case because there's not enough evidence. So. Uh, okay. Which is what it really is. You have you need really overwhelming evidence before they'll even look at it. Like, so. here's their paper. Here's the here's Wikipedia the page, article. Here's the page. You know, there you go. <laughs> They're the same. Oh, but I I edited Wiki with my research. <laughs> and you could just point to the log in the Wiki and say, "No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. The edits, those edits came. Oh, no, those are me." I yeah. I use multiple accounts. Shouldn't have done that then. <laughs> that was foolish. Yes. <laughs> you know what else is foolish? Uh, not resetting your Blizzard password after this week because they were hacked, as Anna mentioned, and Sean, you also mentioned you've covered this as well. Um, it, they weren't actually hacked, were they? Some data was accessed. Yes. Um, no credit cards, which is good. Um, hash hashed and password hashed passwords were, but. Because of the encryption they use, they'd each have to be deciphered on an individual basis. So it's unlikely that those are going to be cracked or that if any of them are cracked, that you'll be the unlucky person. So, But they say you should still rotate your password anyway, and they're going to hand out new authenticator stuff, details for people who use them are going to get reassigned them. So this is security questions and email addresses. That seems to be the thing. Yeah, so it sounds like there are two things going on. One is some popular site, and nobody's really saying who. So I'm thinking it might go back to the PSN hacks. Um, They had a bunch of usernames and passwords that were leaked, and they've been using people have been using that to hack multiple sites, Blizzards as well as Stamps.com. That personally affected me. I had a $200 Stamps charge against my Stamps.com account, which I'm now pretty much closing because it's a stupid service anyway, and really frustrated with how they handled it. Anyway, so they're using... Wait, wait, did you buy $200 in stamps? I, I did not. Somebody fraudulently oh, purchased that's it. that's not it then. I was just trying to... You know, a single... One, actually, they charged $200 in stamp credit and then bought one $176 stamp. <laughs> what the... What's what, the mailing? What I don't <laughs> know. It's to some weird country across the world. I don't know how this scam works. I don't know this how you get money out of... A, I don't know how you get money out of a scam, uh, stamp, but somebody did. To mail my elephant Apparently, to Borneo. $176 like, stamp. What on earth? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, so so there's that going on, and Blizzard seems to be in that pool as well. And then using that and some other, um, or and or some other, uh, what's it called? Social engineering. They got access to somebody's uh, WoW, like, admin email or something like that and got a file that has uh, email addresses and uh, the answers to personal questions. So something that they haven't, that something that they aren't pushing as much is you probably should change the answer to your personal question because that's not encrypted. So I, I don't know how to do that on a Blizzard. I don't think they have a way to do it right now. So they're going to have to come up with a way to do it and that'll be coming out. So keep an eye on that. That's an important one not to forget because that's the answer people can use to change the password. So they don't even need to know your password. They just need to know this thing. So that's yeah. an important one to change. It's probably more important to change in your password, and it's a really big deal that that was leaked out. Like, that should never have been in plain text on anything ever. So I don't know what's up with that. It's something that always confuses me, that these companies, as a matter of security, treat passwords with reverence, but they don't seem to care about those... Everything else. <laughs> you know, those security questions, which you, people use. I mean, there's like a... Most websites don't even let you pick your own security question. They'll give you like five or six to choose from. 
And they're terribly dangerous in a way because in a way they're more useful than the passwords. Because once you know that for someone, you get a few of those known and you can get to everything that they that they use. You know, you could just go and change the passwords for them and seize their accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, he says that apparently just that question is not enough info to get access to a Battle.net account. So, I don't know. I don't... It makes me wonder, what do you need to get access to your Battle.net account besides just your personal security question? CD keys? A pint of credit blood? Cards, I guess. I don't know. A urine sample? Yeah, I don't... And then there's this whole thing over with dot, dot Mac... Or not dot Mac. iCloud accounts and how you can... There was a security hole where you could get the last four-digit credit card from Amazon, then use that to change the password of someone's iCloud account, and then you could wipe all their devices and get access to their email and then all this other crap. So just change password... Well... In, in, for Blizzard account, change your password. For iCloud and, and, and other stuff like that, make sure that you don't uh, that you've got your data backed up, and make sure that you uh, don't have it so that your iCloud account and your Gmail account are tied together, with one being the backup for the other. Because it seems easy to uh, compromise one and then get access to the other, which lets people into a lot of different sites and lots of different things. Mm-hmm. It's it's security is tricky. Read some articles on it. There's a bunch of them out there this week, and see what you can do to make your life more secure. And most importantly, Absolutely. back your data up. Different passwords on every website. Yeah. Don't use real answers to your security questions. Use fake ones that no one will know. Uh, except make sure you have a secure way of remembering or logging those questions so you know I write them all in a little book and I keep them in a safe. Mm, so That's one way to do if it. If you forget, you can just go get the book out of the safe because it's unlikely that that's going to be stolen. I use LastPass along with an extraordinarily long password, so I have one very hard password to remember and then access to a lot of my other passwords. Um, and that's that's an option. And there's many other options, one password and other things for managing your passwords, including a safe with a black book, which I like. I heard... And I'm not a mathematician, so I can't prove this. But I've heard it said that four random words chosen from the dictionary that you can remember is better than one word with some letters, numbers, and symbols in it. Absolutely. Because that apparently is easier for a computer to guess. So that's something worth knowing. Yeah. yeah so, so if you, you can want, just pick four random words, you're length, better off. I'm length do that. is the number one thing that makes, it, makes your password more secure. I'm going to do that today i'm going to choose um, four unless your password is just a b c d e f g h i j k l m n o p don't do that yeah yeah or, or, or q w e r t y u i o p no yeah. that's not good either don't use the word password as yes. your password or just password 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 that is not <laughs> secure either it should probably be four different words yes <laughs> I, that's what i've heard they should be four unrelated and different words and i'm going to try that because that seems... i write sentences really yes there is no cow level. That's not my password, but uh, that's kind of like, and as long as I can do, like as long as they'll let me do. So, if, so unfortunately, Blizzard only lets you do 16 characters, which I'm kind of upset about because yeah, it's not that's that what long. I was thinking. It's just some of long them, enough. They're but, limited, right? Yeah, so what are you going to do if you, you can't want do special forward. characters? You, do, you can't. You just can't. So use an authenticator with Blizzard. That's also very important. Hey, companies, let us use up to 60 characters for our passwords. 64 and, characters. And, and special characters and all that stuff. Letters, numbers, use. special characters, everything. Yeah. Let us do all that. Yep. Because even if you don't use them, those are things that a computer has to go through. So that increases the number of guesses that it takes. Mm-hmm. Hear that, Blizzard? Yep. We, we, you don't have to pay us for that because mm-hmm. we're generous. Yes. You know what else is generous? This price for a Neo Geo handheld. Oh, so, Chris, it's not. It's expensive. I know I it is, isn't it? Well, that's, that's kind of how Neo Geo should be, don't you think? 
It does make sense. <laughs> yes. It's in line former console, in this fact. This was a $650 console back in the day, wasn't it? <laughs> it was too expensive for anyone I know to purchase Anybody, one. yes. So the Neo Geo was this like home version of the arcade thing that, yeah, well, whatever. Anyway, nobody bought it. You'd get it as prizes on that one TV video game show hosted by J.D. Roth where you, the kids would run through and pull all the video games off the pegs at the end. Does anybody remember that one? I don't know. It was like it was like supermarket sweep for for video games at the very end, but the rest of it was like playing against games against other people to to be the winner and then have the right to do that. There'd be all these NES games and like, oh, he's going yeah. for the Neo Geo. Oh, that's worth a lot. Yeah. Anyway, I remember that. I don't remember what the name of the show was. <laughs> Someone can tell us. Yeah. I hope no, nobody in the everyone in the chat room remembers it. Nobody remembers what it was called. <laughs> I really want to know what it was called because I want to find old episodes of it. Anyway, uh, so the Neo Geo is getting a handheld and a console or something. It's like 200 bucks, and it'll be a uh, it's a 4.3-inch LCD screen. It comes with a joystick, and it can be plugged into a television by HDMI or AV cables by a, a, via a docking station. There's a card slot, too, so you can play more games. And, um, yeah, it'll be a Neo Geo X Gold. It's being made by somebody called Tamo which I guess is not to be confused with Tommy, which would be a, a Japanese toy company. I could expect them to make something like this. So whoever Tamo is, they said, we're making a new Neo Geo, and it's coming out December 6th. Who's getting the Neo Geo? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so here, the Neo Geo, will uh, it'll have that card slot for some games, and the and there's a bunch of them actually preloaded. Um, Alpha Mission 2, Art of Fighting 2, basically. A bunch of stuff you can find on other emulators out there online. Um, and... Uh, but uh, including legal ones, um, but uh, yeah, that's that'll be it. The Neo Geo X Gold portable Neo Geo action because everyone's been wanting that, right? No, I I couldn't even tell you what the good games on Neo Geo are. Um, I'm I'm assuming there are some. I remember one with a guy who had a, a big head. Maybe his name was Bonk or something. No, that's Turbo Graphics. Oh wait, that was that's Turbo Graphics yes. slash PC Engine. Neo Geo. Country. Neo Geo was the the arcade one and it's super expensive. Oh. So Magician Lord, Metal Slug. Well, no, of course, that's been no. ported to hell and back. Um, King of the Monsters again ported. Fatal Fury ported. Baseball Stars Two. I don't know if that was ported, but other versions are out. Yes, I don't even yes, know. Yes, it is. Because that was an NES game. Yeah, I played well, it. The NES game is probably not as good as the Neo Geo version. It was a pretty good game, Chris. I enjoyed baseball yes, stuff, too. I know, too. but I know what the Neo Geo is capable of. Neo Geo was largely 2D fighting stuff, I'm being told, and a lot of these games that I'm listing have come out on PSN. He's right. Zoltan is What right. about, um, what was it called? Those uh, full motion video games. Was that the CDI I'm thinking of now? No, well, the <clears> CDI <throat> and, and 3DO and, 3DO, uh, that's and the Sega 3DO. CD had Sorry. a lot of those. I was thinking of the 3D. Never Night mind. Trap. I don't. I don't know what the yeah Night Trap. That's the that one. That was on the Sega CD, I think. What did the Neo Geo have I don't that know. anyone cares I about? I don't know. But now you can get it. <laughs> Sega CD. Well, you need also. a portable version of a of an expen an expensive portable it's of that, an expensive it's console. You have that had this no hole games. in your collection because you couldn't afford it back in the day. Now it's too rare and expensive to find. And this is the way to get it for you. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's almost as bad as the Ouya. You know what's a good idea? Paper Mario 3DS. Uh, no, not for you. Not a fake Paper Super Mario. Super Paper Mario 3DS. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you like the platforming Paper Mario oh, more totally. than the RPG. That game was amazing. Mm. Didn't you like it? Um, I didn't finish it. I thought it was all I right. I liked the RPG, the old RPGs better. 
Oh no, they're terrible. But the I writing, t- the writing in Super Paper Mario is amazing. Well, mind-blowingly. The, well, the, the the writing in Super Paper Mario is like the same people who did the writing in the other ones. Yeah, but it's not as good because it's loaded down with terrible RPG mechanics. See, Paper Mario Two had a good writing and stuff. I didn't like the writing in Paper Mario One. I didn't like. I did not like Paper Mario One at all. Uh, I like Paper Mario Two. And, terrible. Yeah, and then uh, Super Paper Mario is also a good game. So you're absolutely right. Paper Mario 3DS is another one like the RPGs, and it'll be coming November 11th. Are they going to make a Super Paper Mario 3DS? Uh, I don't believe so. <sighs> Who knows? It's a Nintendo. They could release it. They could let us know next year. Maybe they'll do it. They're going to let us know about Metroid Other M2. That's what they're going to do. Uh, I doubt we'll see that. <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself in the face if it happens. <laughs> oh, Samurai Showdowns. That's what was on Neo Geo. <laughs> there we go. Thank what you, Zoltan. That? It was that a, it's a fighting game. It's a fighting game. 2D fighting game Samurai with really showdown. good animation. Um, Maybe that's Samurai's. It was. Wasn't it like cartoonish? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I... It's like fighting with animes. I I think, like, anime characters are in them. There's, like, a big fat guy, and he's in a bathhouse, and then there's a girl... No, wait, that's Street Fighter. I mean, SNK is a fighting game company. At least now they are, (laughs) because all they're doing is, like, King of Fighters anymore. But uh, they they had a lot of fighters on there. Who does Virtua Fighter, then? Sega. Sega does Virtua Fighter. SNK does King of Fighters. King of Fighters. Is it Tekken who does... Namco does Tekken. Namco does Tekken. I thought Namco did uh, um, Capcom. Oh, no. Soul Calibur is, I think you... hmm. It's Namco. Yeah, they must do both. They do Tekken and Soul Calibur? I'm checking right now. I don't know jack about this. USA, Soul Calibur 5. I'm going to the website. See whose name's on the bottom. Fighting games are not my... Soul Calibur is Namco, says chat room. So, yeah, they do too. Well, Capcom does a lot as well. Yeah, they did Street Fighter. Everything Street Fighter. Well, they do that, yes. Too many Street Fighter games. You never know which one is the one to buy. It's the problem. <laughs> the one that they're just about to announce as soon as you buy the one you just bought. It, that's really what happens. Yes. That's why I don't buy them anymore. <laughs> yes. You buy them and then two weeks later, oh, we fixed it. Here's a new version. Yes. Oh, and also we're going to have another version, another sequel to the other version of that game. So you want Street Fighter? You want Super Street Fighter? You want Street Fighter Alpha? <laughs> what do you want? You know what I want? I want I want people to know what new releases are coming out. Darksiders 2 is out this week on August 14th. That's from uh, THQ. And, of course, The Last Story is being brought here, courtesy of XSeed and Nintendo finally letting somebody bring it out here. So I'm buying that, Chris. I'm buying that game. You're, you're going to give money to them? Yeah. Even though they, they jerked us around for so long? XSeed didn't jerk us around, Chris. All right. Because it's Nintendo. Okay, since it's not Nintendo, you'll buy it. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not going to give Operation Rainfall any money, but I'm going <laughs> well, why to... Why would you uh, give Operation Rainfall any money? Because they're useless. They're a website. Why, I don't even understand Did the context of... some money? No, you gave Kickstarter some money. I gave... Yeah, I didn't give Operation Rainfall any money. You I just wrote them a letter. No, I wrote Nintendo a letter. I wrote Nintendo a letter. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I used that... Operation Rainfall's template because when Operation Rainfall started, they were doing something I thought was... Well, interesting. Noble. I, noble, yes. And, uh, and you know, it, it didn't really go anywhere. And then there's questionable reasons as to why they finally acceded to um, P- the fans' demands. And they sent me a nice letter telling me how uh, stupid I was. Thank you, Nintendo. And then they uh, proceeded several months later to go ahead and do what I asked them to do. So. Betcha, betcha they didn't do it because of letters. Betcha they did it because XSeed said, we'll give you some money if you let us do it. Well, no, but they also released Xenoblade. 
that was the weirdest and most awful release ever. And it still sold gangbusters. Nintendo should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, the GameStop-only release? Yeah, the GameStop-only release outsold the Japanese release by, like, several times. It's huge. Seriously? Yeah. I had no idea. Despite the fact it was only online and only at GameStop and the crazy Nintendo website that no one can navigate. And yet it outsold Japan by, I think, 3 to 1 or 4 to 1 or something. It was some crazy number. And that's after that's after all the tragics had already imported it anyway. I know all the tragics. <laughs> all the tragics. Well, no, seriously though. So that's what blows my mind. Nintendo can then say, "Well, there's not really a lot of interest in it." Are you looting them? Well, but they, they can't. Well, if we outsold the Japanese release by several times, they they can't say that, right? No, they can't. But they will anyway. You know oh, they will. Yeah. It's going to be some. It's going to be Nobuo Matsu presents. Every every Final Fantasy fan's dream game. And then they'll say, well, there's no interest for that in America, so we're not going to release it. Yes. <laughs> you can always import it on your region-locked Wii. Well, your your statement about Xenoblade in the U.S. outselling Japan knocked Zoltan off the internet. Did it? Yes, it literally did. I think he's back now. You've knocked him to the floor. It's, it's it, when, we, when we heard about that, I was simultaneously shocked and appalled. Shocked at the fact the numbers were so good because I thought it was going to be terrible. And because appalled that Nintendo it. didn't do a better job of marketing it, given Nintendo. apparently yeah, there was a lot be... of interest, right? Exactly. Yeah. It was. It's. It's a gift. I know. It's a gift on a platter, and <laughs> they didn't take it. They needed to be kicked down the, the street in well, order just to be. Strawberry taking points out that you know we, our population is so much huge that any niche yeah, RPG that has any sort of penetration at all should outsell Japan. Then shouldn't they be releasing RPGs here like mad? Every You'd RPG, think, but apparently you know? not. <laughs> because you know how it, you know how Nintendo here is. They think they got. To, I think they got um, arrogant, and I think they got to the point where only these huge super miller, million sellers were worth their time. They didn't care about small profit numbers. They wanted only really big profit numbers. And now they're finding they have no profit numbers. Well, many a mickle makes a muckle, right? So make lots of little profits, and that's a big profit. I, and I think they they only had the resources or decided they only had the resources, they had to focus on the biggest profit thing But only. it was translated already! I what know, was there right? to do? I don't know. Put it in a box and sell it to people. <laughs> and that's why that somebody got that point through and they did it, but yeah, they, and they still did. botched it. And it still it. sold yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it could, it could have been so much better, though. That's the thing that really kills me. Yeah. I don't know. It's just lack of efficiency. It makes me angry in anything. I like to see people being efficient. Yeah. okay. Well, let's be efficient and wrap up this podcast in due course. Uh, if what? you'd like, Wait, what? What? It's only been like an hour, has it? Yeah, it's been like that. I don't know. Let me check. It has been an hour and twenty, hour fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's only been just over an hour. Yeah, I'm sorry. We got, we got like two hours to go, Chris. I, well, Anna isn't speaking much. Uh, she died. I know. We killed her. What happened to her? I'm hungry. She's hungry. All right. So we're going to wrap up so she can eat. Sorry for the abbreviated podcast. Um, We'll be back in form this Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. I'm sorry for the uh, weird schedules of of late this summer. And there should be only one more weekend to go of that. Um, And that would be PAX weekend at the end of the month. And we'll figure out something there. Or maybe we'll just skip a show that week. PAX? No. Yeah. No. Is it October? No, it's Labor Day weekend. What's October? Uh, October would be Extra Life. BlizzCon. Oh, no, no BlizzCon this year. 
What? Yeah, no BlizzCon this year. Um, however, Frogpan Studio will be putting on BlizzCon, which is a fan-run event and chiefed by all them, where they will be doing their own coverage of all the cool stuff going on with the Blizzard games and all that sort of stuff. So I plan to uh, check that out. That'll be really fun. Um, so what else have we got? Uh, if you'd like to email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. Send us your emails. If you'd like to check out our message boards, they are over at board.rpgamer.com. You can post messages there, and we'll read them here on the show. You can send us a voicemail at 608 729 4098, which we'll read here on the show, or you can email us an MP3 file of your music remix, like Zoltan's going to do next week, and we'll play it right here on the show. And I think that's it. Thank you, Sean, from Lucifer.com, where you can check out their weekly podcast and gimmicks and comic, and what else you guys got going on? Thank you, Lucifer.com. Okay, thank you, Lucifer.com. Hi. Hi. What are we doing? I, I was asking what you've got going on at your site if people want to check it out. I had some turkey, but it's cold now because you talked at me too much, and it's on, it's completely inedible. Yes. I can't okay. this. Thanks, Chris. All right. You're welcome. Uh, we've got Anna-Marie Neufeld up, here in, or up there in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yay. Speaking of British. You have the very Hi. British John Yearworth with you. Is he asleep? For the next week. Yep. Yeah, we'll have an actual proper nut mic maybe next week, and it'll work better. And uh, I think that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Twitter is twitter.com slash rpgamer. Check us out on Facebook and look forward to all the cool for Under the Sun coverage that'll be coming up this week. And then you can post in the message boards um, whether or not your conspiracy theories about that coverage. <laughs> conspiracy theories, Chris. Chris. Yes. yes. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.